Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai studio. Presented to you by your local Hyundai dealers. This is where Chicago goes to talk Bears. Sports Radio 670 The Score. Chicago's home for Bears fans. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The score! Rack and yak. It's time for What Mark Heard on Saturday Suckage with Mark Grody and Steve Rosenblum. Boy, everyone is stupid except me. Oh, hi, Mark. Must be official. That's Mark Grody. Oh, hi, Mark. Hi, Steve. How are you? How are you feeling about Bears Packers, my friend? Are you optimistic? For what? That I'll finish the show? Oh, my God. You don't care. You don't care. It's Bears Packers, Steve. <laughs> it's it Bears really? Packers. Let's go. Well, I didn't get the email. I'm not on every, I'm not on every email string that goes around. <laughs> yeah, um, well, it Bears, Bears play the Packers tomorrow at noon. But anyway. And you wanted the Bears to keep up with the Packers, and here they are, only a game behind. The Bears. The- Bears. Bears. Yeah. Yeah, this, you um, know what this means? You know what this means? I'm going to have to. Aud- I'd love to know what this means. I am going to audible off of my own rough draft script for today in terms of the order in which I'm going to play the cuts that I'd like to play for you from my experience at Hallis Hall this week. Instead of hearing from Matt Eberflus first, we'll hear from him second. Just to get everybody in the mood for Bears and Packers and the rivalry it is and the attention that it deserves. Let's hear from Justin Jones, the Bears three technique. It's a newer type of situation. Justin Jones, (laughs) is Steve excited to play Green Bay? Listen to Justin Jones. I am. I feel like we owed him something, too, because uh, when we went to, we played them last time in week two. You know, we left the field, and they were saying, you know, Bears suck, and I don't really appreciate that. I never really understood the robbery until then, so... Who was saying the Bears suck fans or the? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They were they were saying the Bears suck as if as if their team was even close to you know. So no. Is there any way to get to Aaron Rodgers? How do you get? How do you frazzle him? How do you frazzle him? Yeah. Hit him. Hit him. Hit him. Yeah. Hit him hard. Hit him often. You feel know I me? Mean? 
That's, 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 that's the plan. Is there you don't avoid thinking about because he's a little banged up? They're not up to the standard that they usually play at. You avoid thinking all problem. about all that. That's right? not my problem. Since the last time you faced Rogers, lost Quinn, Wayne, Eddie, Rester and Gordon might not play. Is that a tough tour to, to, to face a guy like that? Stay in the NFL. You know injuries happen, so you got to be. It's like I said before, it's next man up. The way the guys are preparing this week, you know, I, I, I think I think we're going to be ready to play for sure. I, I know for a fact we're going to be ready to play. They're not what they used to be either. Rogers just banged up, but he said, "I'm going to play." Are you excited they're going to be playing Rogers instead of Jordan Love? For sure. I'm, I'm, I want him. I want him to be out there to experience it. Do other players on the defense feel the the kind of anger I think that you're feeling towards them? I feel, like, I feel I feel like you can't play this game against Green Bay and not have a type of anger. That's right. You feeling it, Steve? Are you starting to? Are you breaking out into a sweat yet? What's going on? I, you know, it's as though the coach gave him a pep talk. <laughs> the coach used to used to sit down with all the new players and rookies, and I mean, whatever guys were traded or signed or whatever, and just and tell them about Packer Week. There was an explanation of what Packer Week was. That's what the coach used to do. And this is, and it sounds as though the coach sat down with the three technique. It's kind of a newer thing. Three it's technique. Nice. It's something. It's it's a newer type of uh situation but yeah well i i like the idea i mean justin jones has the right idea hit aaron Rodgers, hit him often but that is a tough task to actually pull off we'll see if maybe some of the the recent handicaps that aaron Rodgers has been dealing with will come to pass at soldier field on sunday but i it's really hard man when you talk about aaron Rodgers and getting the packers I don't care how banged up the dude is. It's really hard to bet against Aaron Rodgers against the Bears, quite frankly. It, I mean, the, the record says it all. What, 23-5? and five? It says it all. Yeah, he, <clears throat> he owns the Bears, he'll be happy to tell you. But the, if, if it's your guy, the guy you just played, that voice we just heard who was angry, yeah. can't play it any other way, if he's the guy who does that to Aaron Rodgers, maybe the Bears will have had a breakthrough. They Maybe they beat the Packers. I don't much care. They're better off losing at this rate. But they need that guy. They need that guy, that three technique. They need him. That's the whole key to Eberflus's defense. If he's the guy who hits Rodgers a couple, gets to Rodgers a couple times, hurts him, let him know who owns Aaron Rodgers, that would be phenomenal. The the Bears might have found that guy. I don't think whoever it is has announced himself, right? That guy's not here. That defense is not running right, starting with that position. Yeah, Larry Ogunjobi's not here, so that is fact. He's not coming through that door. Larry Ogunjobi's not here. Justin Jones has had some nice moments this year. Of course, he's not the the stone-cold killer, you know, that we've seen in the past, like, you know, the the go-to Example with the Bears is Tommy Harris back in the day with, yeah. you know, the, the, the early 2000 Bears. And, you know, Warren Sapp is, is a quintessential example, too, of that three technique. But those guys, I mean, it's like we run through the same, you know, three techniques every time we talk about it. Those guys are really difficult to find. If you want to talk about the all-pro level three techniques, it's a really difficult position to find in the NFL, and I know the Bears will be sniffing those out in the offseason. 
Well, I don't. I it's not as important as a quarterback, but it is the quarterback of that defense that he wants to run. That's that guy. And you, if you, there's no, there's there's a reason those guys are difficult to find. Same as quarterbacks, they're that yep. good, that important, and and everything's everything spins off of what they can do. Whether they can put pressure up the middle, whether they can stop the run, force everything. To, to one side or the other and make the, the quarterback feel as though, especially if you get to the quarterback's feet. Every, and from Tom Brady on down, if you're talking the greatest, and Tom Brady on down, Aaron Rodgers, if you get near a quarterback's feet, and that's usually the defensive tackle, that nose tackle, that's the, the three technique is the guy closest to where the quarterback's feet will be. If you get there, you are going to turn that quarterback into Nathan Peterman. He's going to do those <laughs> kind of things. Speaking of yes. which... Yes, Nathan Peterman. Speaking of which, yes. Mark Grody is here. He's not Nathan Peterman. He's the Tom Brady of Bears broadcasters. Thank He's you. He's on the score hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Mark covers the Bears for the score. That's us during the week. He works the sidelines for WBBM on game day with talking upstairs to Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer. So... Justin Fields, should he play or should he go now? Oh, I, I love that he's playing. I, I had this debate with Bernstein and Holmes yesterday, and if he's a, if he's 100% or close to it, as most NFL players are at this point in time, to me, yeah. it's been a no-brainer the, all week for me. Like, play play the guy. If he's at, like it's like this idea of well even if he's closer you know what he needs a break let's let's protect him for what for what you you are if if you're doing if you're playing that game then you're taking away you know precious playing time for Justin Fields and what he can still quite frankly what he still needs to accomplish this year so if you want to take like. I just love how fans and people you know, on this radio station just sort of are frivolous about it. Like, ah, you know what, just pr- protect it. You're actually doing more damage if you're quote-unquote protecting him because he needs these games. What's more important is that he plays in these games, that he plays against Green Bay, Philadelphia, Buffalo, Detroit, and Minnesota. These games are huge. We saw in a five-game pack, New England, Dallas, Miami, Detroit, and Atlanta, progress from Justin Fields. So why not the final five games too? That's where I land on it. I'm with you on that. There's so much that he hasn't done. There's so so much that he has, there's a lot of progress that he has shown in especially the design runs that finally somebody got to. Why don't they listen to us earlier? But they don't. And the design runs at least, kept him from being a target the way he was in the pocket, the way Matt Nagy wanted him in the pocket so he could be hit and hurt and Matt Nagy and, and Luke Getze did too, just forget, keep him out of the pocket, and you better find a way to make make him dangerous. And so he gets to decide who he hits, not decide not decide to be a target and get hit, and he gets to decide when he can go out of bounds, and, and he gets to make have an effect on the defense that may loosen up. There's so much he has to do as an actual passer, seeing windows, throwing windows. I wanted to bring that up. I saw this early. And Trevor Simeon. By the way, what was your favorite moment of, of what was your favorite warm up of the Trevor Simeon era? <laughs> Anyways, I saw this early from Simeon. He gave his receivers a chance to make plays and he threw into windows. And I haven't seen a lot of that from Justin Fields. It was short, 
it was a short time for Trevor Simeon. The Jets decided they were going to play defense, and Trevor Simeon wasn't going to do it anymore, and he didn't. But early on, a couple 71-yard drives, he was he was showing me stuff that I want Justin Fields to do. You were on the field. What did it look like to you? Yeah, well, there's actually a, a couple of cuts here that can probably accommodate what you're talking about. And okay. I was at Hell's Hall yesterday for the, the Friday Matt Eberflus press conference, and I heard him say something, and then when I got home, I went and listened to the press conference again, and I thought that what I'm about to play right here from Matt Eberflus, is, it is a shortcut, but listen closely because I think it's what every fan probably wants to hear and a lot of the things that we've been talking about. And essentially, Matt Eberflus was asked about, hey, as good as Justin Fields has been, isn't there a lot more to go in his development? Here's the flus. He's obviously done a lot of really good things. Have you seen uh, a continued approach from him of that he has not arrived, that there is much more that he wants to do? Yeah, uh, for sure, for sure. He's, he's trying to improve every single day. Um, he knows that there's a lot ahead of him, you know, in terms of improvement. Um, he wants to take that, that jump, that leap here in these next few games. A lot ahead of him in terms of improvement and flu saying in these next few games. And it's easy to just sort of drive past that and say, oh, yeah, of course he's going to say he wants to get better in the next few games. But I think it was more pointed than that. I think he is saying what I was saying, that there is that next level and that these are precious games starting with Green Bay. There is a ton to accomplish still this year for Justin Fields in terms of showing the coaching staff, showing upper management that he's the guy. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's the guy. He's definitely shown some superstar ability with his legs, but there's still one more part, and that's the passing part, and that's what I think Matt Eberflus was talking about right there. What do you think of that? Yeah, I did. I, I agree with you. And I, I and when he's talking about the next few games, the, the, the way this plays out, you have you have your rival, and – there's there's more that go we've we've talked about the layers that go into that, and you also have the lions of of your last five games. You've got the lions who beat you, they suck yep. but they beat you. But the games that they'll be playing, the games that I think are critical, are against the Eagles, Bills, and Vikings. They're playoff teams. Yeah, that they're facing teams who need to win, who will be showing them things maybe he hasn't seen before, maybe he has. Maybe we'll see how much he's learned. I want him to go against good teams, whatever he might do against Detroit. Green Bay is a crappy defense, and, and, and the Lions are just, they're, they're not a good team. But playoff teams and whatever Kirk Cousins, he may implode, but the Eagles, the Bills, the Vikings are playoff teams, and they are going to need those games. They are not going to let, they're going to do everything they can to confuse this guy, to flummox this guy, and they'll do everything they can to make Justin Fields look like as, as set him set him back as far as they can. Sure, those are the games I think are terrific, a, a terrific um, opportunity to learn and an opportunity for us to see what he has learned, how he's learned, how he's a hundred percent, a hundred percent, and for the the sit and protect 
Justin Fields crowd, they're just not realizing how important it is that Justin Fields plays out these games and gets every single second out on the field. And mm-hmm. guess what? Guess what? I understand what you're saying about about Philadelphia, Buffalo, and uh, the Minnesota game. By the way, the Vikings beat the Bears earlier this year in that weird game in Minnesota. I heard that. I heard um, that. Yeah, I heard all about that. Remember that? Remember that game? <laughs> How, like, my God, Minnesota looked like they were going to run up like 800 yards in the first half of that game, and the Bears made a game of it. But point is, is that the Green Bay game is going to feel like a big game for Justin Fields tomorrow. You know, like, if there's anybody in that locker room who does feel the importance of beating Green Bay and dis- the symbolically beating Aaron Rodgers, it is Justin Fields. So it is, even if it's not a big game, because objectively it's not, because you have a 3-9 and nine team against a 4-8 and eight team, um, it's going to feel that way tomorrow. It's going to be, I, I got a feeling it will be a, a pack crowd at Soldier Field, because it has been all year, and... I, I think that Justin Fields is going to make this is going to feel like a big game to him. So it's uh, it's hugely important that he's playing tomorrow. We've reached halftime of the near award winning segments. What Mark heard. So we'll take a break and we'll come back. What will we come back with, Mark? Tease the we're going to have Let more. We're going to have more from the Flues on the the run pass ratio and what what Matt Eberflus would like to see. We're also going to have. Jalen Johnson talking about the secondary, which has been depleted. Uh, life without a bunch of guys in the secondary. And then we will hear from Justin Fields himself. It's all coming up, Steve, on What Mark Heard. Wow, What Mark Heard. Look, we're, well, we're right here. This is Saturday Suckage. I would like to do something that really sucks for your love. It's Saturday Suckage on 670 The Score. In Odyssey Station. I mean, he loves this game. He really does. I mean, this is, you know, you look at all the division games, obviously Minnesota, you know, is a big game. Detroit is, you know, they're recovering right now. But beforehand, you know, when they had Sue and Stafford, they had a couple really good years in there. Um, But this game always meant a lot to him. I know it still does. It meant a lot to everyone. Um, so yeah, he cares a lot it, about it a lot. I mean, it's a, it's an important game. I mean, there's a lot of history. Uh, I mean, I think that's, I mean, as fans looking at it, I mean, you got to love that the play, what the guy that's been in it the longest playing in this rivalry, the longest loves it. And, and that's, um, that's something you have to appreciate. Cause he owns the bears. Brian Belaga talking about former teammate, Aaron Rodgers scheduled to start for the Packers. He wouldn't miss the chance to embarrass the Bears. That's what's coming up Sunday. Welcome in, welcome back. Saturday Suckage. We are about to head to the the second half of what Mark heard, our near award-winning segment. Mark joins me on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little 
or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Mark, what you say, what have you for us now? Let's talk about the defense a little bit, and Jalen Johnson specifically, mm. kind of the last man standing, it feels like, in that secondary <laughs> with, with guys like Jaquan Brisker and Gore, Kyler Gordon out, both those guys out again with concussions. Eddie Jackson has done for the year. So what's it like, Jalen Johnson? How much harder is it? I mean, it's a lot harder. Now, I feel like it's, especially like for me, it's like having those guys that I was comfortable with. Being, being gone, so now kind of having to fill that role um, and really filling that role with some young guys. Um, so, I mean, it's not like we're just getting new veterans in. Like, now we're still trying to get guys to develop and learn to defend and things like that. So, I mean, it definitely makes makes communicating more important, um, just makes the little things really more, like, more vital. And, and get your track shoes on because we're running. You're going to hear names like A.J. Thomas, who is a cornerback, Elijah Hicks, DeAndre Houston Carson in the secondary and here's where it gets troublesome for the Bears because Aaron Rodgers can pick apart the best of defenses imagine what he's got to be thinking about some of the young players in the Bears secondary I must break you so many Chris Contes so many Chris Contes oh, out man. there. Come on. Wow. Yeah. Why, why you got to put the Chris Conti label on those guys? They well, even because done you were talking yet. about Aaron Rodgers, and that was just, okay, oh. you do this. And he's talking, you know, Jalen Johnson was talking about communication, right? That play, that Chris Conti moment was brought to you by a massive miscommunication. It cost the Bears in such a big way, so many big ways. And, and you're dealing with a lot of, you're dealing with a new defense, a lot of new players, communication being important. But I really love the idea of DeAndre Houston Carson being an Eberflus favorite so you could do run DHC, 
right? Yep. Isn't that where we yep. are with that? Yeah, yeah, that's a clever way to go about it, a little run DMC action. I got nothing so else run to do DHC. here because that defense sucks. It's really <laughs> awful to watch. It's a, it's entertaining to see if the Bears' offense can come back from the 30 points that the defense is going to give up. Although special teams has been a part of it, too. There was a pick six, but largely it's the defense. You know, the, the Packers start plus 30 tomorrow. Now, what can the Bears' offense do? Well, now that they have Justin Fields back, see, another see? reason, another reason that it's good that Justin Fields is playing because they tend to score 30 points when he's playing. <laughs> so in his best day, he can be Mike White. Well, you know, it's funny. I brought up Mike White's name in a conversation I was having off. I think it was off the air. Uh, people ask, OK, what are you going to do? Like the offense. And I know a few textures have been saying that the offensive line sucks. The weapons suck that you have out there. What are you going to do? What are you going to be able to pull off? Well, do like Mike White did. Not everything has to be downfield. Not everything has to be 15 to 20 yards. You you can, if you want to start the process of making Justin Fields a better pocket passer, it's okay to, like, dink and dunk doesn't have to be a dirty phrase. And if you do like Mike White, then I think that that would be progress for Justin Fields, too. You know, I remember it was about a month ago, you and I had this conversation, rather extended, talking about Luke Getze's comment about taking the cheap completion, yes. taking the four yards. The West Coast offense is built on a four-yard player being essentially a handoff, and he wanted his quarterback to do that. Where are yes. we on that scale since well, we had you and I had that discussion? I think it's it's gotten better because he has at times said, Luke Getzen, when we've talked to him since then, he has actually said that he is taking those easy passes. That originally was in relation to the red zone work and that when you're, you know, inside the 10, it's, you know, take the cheap, take the easy yards to get the ball to the six or to mm -hmm. the four or to the three. So that was what it was in relation to. It has certainly gotten better because we've seen Justin Fields put the ball in the end zone more. I mean, that's beyond taking the cheap pass, but things have gotten better. And, yeah, that's that's a great example of an area where they wanted Justin Fields to get better. Why didn't Eddie Jackson feel much like tackling before he got hurt? He, you don't think he was tackling this year? No, I don't think. No, 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 in that game. Just in the Jets game. And that's where oh, he jumped out. Oh, I thought he game. was. No, I thought he yeah. was back. It wasn't last year. You know, last year's I okay. got paid. I'm making business decisions. There were just some, there were some notable attempts. There were notable business decisions made against the Jets before he got hurt. And I thought, this is not. I noticed it because it wasn't what I had seen the guy do this year, and I just don't know what was going on, if anything. I, yeah, I, I don't know either, and obviously we have not been able to ask him about yeah. that since he's legit injured, not limited, so he's off limits for us. So I don't know. I don't know if he was already hurting, if he's thinking about – if he is making business decisions, if he's looking up at the record, if he's looking at another contract – all of that kind of stuff, but I don't know. We did not get a chance to ask him. So it was, we had, I had Sparky Pfeiffer on. Every football broadcast should have a Sparky Pfeiffer. He's from oh, 1250 yeah. AM, the fan. Yeah. Part of Odyssey's Packers podcast, Curd and Long. I like that. That's a good name for a Wisconsin-based 
third and long podcast. Curd and long. Oh, that is Curd. good. You say third and long. It'd be like just no. like every other podcast name. Yeah, the W right and the WB podcast. If it were about football, would be Herd and Long. Oh, after man. our Sam Herd. Yeah. So. I get it. So what he said was, whatever shape Justin Fields is in, the Bears would be idiots not to run and run and run because the Packers couldn't do anything against Jalen Hurts and yeah. all of the guys who ran the ball against the Packers when the Eagles ruined them. So. 363 rushing yards were put up by the Eagles on the Packers. And he said, you just keep running at Justin Fields guy or whoever you're going to run. And Packers can't stop it. And if they do, they'll be so tired that you'll have open, open receivers and stuff like that. So given what we know, what you heard about Justin Fields' health, how do you think the game plan plays out? Well, that... It's such a great question because we remember the the second game of the season at Green Bay in September when Justin Fields threw the ball, ready for this, 11 times in that <laughs> game. And the running game was hyper-successful that day. Mm-hmm. But you lost the game. You lost the game because you weren't putting the ball in the end zone. You were getting... It's easy to move between the 20s in the NFL these days, but to put the ball in the ends, all that running is for naught. So while you can't avoid exploiting, I mean, it would be irresponsible to avoid exploiting the poor run defense of the Packers, and you do have to put in the talents of Jalen Hurts. I mean, that's an outstanding runner, too, in terms of the bombastic number of rushing yards they allowed. But point taken still – I would definitely like to see them exploit that, but no, I don't want to see anything close to what the game plan was on September 18th, even if you think that's – well, maybe it is in their heads the best way to win, but I'll tell you right now, it's not. <laughs> you know, you have, you do have to throw the ball. So I'd like to see a better mix this time around against the, the Packers. One I wouldn't – I wouldn't – but wait, before, I wouldn't mind seeing it, the, the running overkill until the Packers – have to commit so much energy and manpower and, and, and strategy to it that to stopping it, that if they do, that you've left them sort of dazed and confused and you've made Justin Fields, you've given him opportunity to make big throws, good throws, strong throws. Yeah, but I don't want to see this business where they run the hell out of the ball and then they're settling for field goals. Well, that's a bad it. thing. Yeah. yeah, that's the yeah. part. That's the part, like where it, it gets you to the twenty, and, it, and then Cairo Santos comes on and hits a field goal, and then it's uh, nine to three before you know it. You know, so I, I don't know. I, I, of course, you've got to exploit some of that, but it has there has to be a much different game plan than last time. One of the big deals too is, as I boast about the, I'm not really boasting, as I promote the idea that Justin Fields should throw more in this game. There is a factor which is correct by everybody and it it comes back to the weapons and you are now even more bereft because Mm. darnell mooney is out but listen to justin this this answer surprised me a little bit with justin fields when he was asked about what does it mean that darnell mooney is out i don't think it's a challenge actually i think it's a uh opportunity you know i think i'm excited for uh to to build that connection more with you know other receivers on the team um you know so I, I, I think it's going to be fun, you know, finding out what different guys can do because, you know, in our offense, 
Um, we usually game plan on certain routes, what Darnell could do, but it's going to be fun, you know, just figuring out what, what other guys can do out there and uh, just, just getting together with them. I like that. I like that because there are a lot of guys like Chase Claypool, maybe even Nikhil Harry will be active this week, Byron Pringle, that you want to see him start to you – know, it's still a tryout for some of these guys for core pieces for the future of the Bears. So to have the opportunity – to build chemistry with wide receivers other than Darnell Mooney, I think there's value in that. The Trevor Simeon era made it apparent, as did the the game plan with Fields the week before. They're they're doing whatever they can to get now to get Claypool involved because they need to have questions answered, same as they have to have them answered about Justin Fields, like you mentioned earlier, and I. And I like that. I don't know how much they're willing to force it, how much they need to force it. But but if this guy, he's drawn a PI call before, he got hosed on one, he's, you got to see, can he, you know, that kind of body, you better put it up there. You better have your quarterback used to putting it up there and let him, let him fight for it. And I, I like that part of what you're talking about or what Justin Fields is talking about. I like that part. What can guys do? Well, we're going to throw them the ball and we're going to find out. Isn't that yeah. what he's saying? Yeah. Now, now you have to. Now, now maybe you, you take some more chances. You, you're Justin Fields, you adjust to Chase Claypool's game, whatever that is exactly. And I think he's trying to learn it right now too. Yeah. The same with Byron Pringle. I think we've seen you know a, a decent amount of equanimity of St. Brown. I don't know what – more you want to build with that, but I'm sure that there's more to build with it. And, you know, then the Keel Harry factor, I don't know where they stand on Harry. It seems like it's pretty obvious that they're a little down on him, but there could be some activity for him tomorrow as well. Well, that would be a nice thing. I would, it would be nice to see a, a, a game against the Packers where your, your defense just fakes like it's competitive. And maybe I know I still think the Packers start plus 30, but I'd like to see the quarterback have every chance, every every opportunity to bring it back. And that's a Packers defense against whom you can make a lot of plays. And I don't care if it's not a Packers defense that's Super Bowl quality. It would be nice to see a Bears quarterback make plays against a Packers defense and take them down. It would be it would be wonderful as you begin this stretch where Justin Fields has got to show what he can do against good teams against in, in games this late in the season, which is another factor that I'll bet Eberflus is looking at. Maybe he didn't say it specifically, but looking at, okay, late in the, game, late in the season, he's playing into a, a big league season. What does he still have left? What can he give us? How can he perform? Right. And let me play you one more cut for you from yep. Matt Eberflus. And this is on – this is back to – the run-pass ratio and protecting Justin Fields. But you and Coach Gassi maybe get together and say, hey, we, we're going to do less of this design runs, not only to keep him safe, but also for his development as a passer. That's a really good question. I, I would say that uh, we're always doing that, and I've said that, you know, for weeks, you know, since we've been, you know, he started to come on, is that we always got to be protective of the quarterback. we got to keep him safe. He's got to keep himself out of harm's way. And the situation this week's no different. You know, certainly, you know, we look at all that, every single week because that's our, our quarterback and we want to make sure he, he stays safe. What has become clear, Steve, to me is that Matt Eberflus is very amenable to the questions about Justin Fields 
and the idea of throwing more and protecting him and taking the next step. He's not been shy to say it. And uh, I was talking about this with, with somebody off the air yesterday as well, and that is all these conversations that we're having on the air, they're having the same conversations <laughs> at Hallis Hall and in a much probably a much more constructive way than we do it. But our way is fun. <laughs> our way is a lot of fun. I like our way, but don't you know, don't get it twisted. They're talking about what we're talking about, and when Flus has asked those questions, you can hear him not dodging them. You know what I mean? You can hear right. him say, Yep, it's a good question, as a matter of fact. Well, we have heard We've discussed this. We've heard, and and I don't know the one thing they might not be discussing, but we do is, because he wasn't their draft. He do they really believe in him? Do they need these last five games to believe in him? Where are they on him? And I don't know if anything you've heard in these many weeks, what Mark heard these many weeks at Hallis Hall, has given any substance to. Well, he's not the Fields is not their guy. They're not really sold on him. And a bad year means they could draft a quarterback in the first year in the in the first round. You heard anything to to underscore that or dissuade you from believing that? Well, I did hear something from Matt Eberflus earlier this year. I think it was after the Miami game where he said after Justin Fields had one of his spectacular running days and and throwing as well that it was important for the franchise going forward that that he. Obviously, and this is after he had a time to take a deep breath and look at what had happened, those words came out of his mouth, that that's important for the franchise, and uh, one would suspect that that means for the future of the franchise and Justin Fields being the quarterback. I do still think that there are, and again, this goes back to, I guess this has been my theme of what Mark heard, that that he they are just as interested in seeing every second of Justin Fields <laughs> over these last five games as well. And that's part of why they're not doing the, oh, he's he's healthy, but let's sit him out and let, let's protect him. Let's make sure that he's 112%, you know, which is just silly. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that, that they are looking at it that way too. Yeah, man, he turned the corner. He turned the corner, but he's not hit the finish line yet. All right, well, we'll see what we're allowed to see for as long as he plays. Mark, I appreciate it. Thanks for joining me on another sterling edition of What Mark Heard. Always fun to talk to you, Steve. I'll talk to you soon. Where are you going to be? Tell people where you're going to be. Where can they hear you? Where can they hear all Mark Grody all the time tomorrow? Where? Tomorrow I'll start my day on the the WBBM Bears Radio Network. In the 9 o'clock hour, I'll have a couple of interviews, including Matt Adams, the Bears linebacker. Why would I talk to Matt Adams? Because Matt Adams warms up before games on Soldier Field with his shirt off when it's particularly cold, and I needed to dig into that, and he was very—he gave me some really good stuff on that. So that, that will air tomorrow. Wow. Men on without the, shirts on AM yeah. radio. No, yeah, it's, okay. it's really good stuff. It's really entertaining stuff. So okay. I, it was one of those things where, like, do I, do, do I try this? Is he going to be down with this? And he was totally down with it. Also, a guy that you're starting to hear more about with the Bears, the running back, Darrington Evans. I'll talk to him. And then at about 1040 tomorrow, I will be live on the field at Soldier Field talking to Mike Mulligan and Patrick Manley and Anthony Heron on our pregame show, and then I'll be on all day once the game starts on the sidelines on BBM, giving you up por- uh, updates from the sideline. It's the Mark Grody calendar. Mark it down. It's 
it's it's benchmarked, earmarked. It's all marked up for Mark. That's Brady. right. And in Thanks. the name of all that, I'm going to after I get off the horn with you here right now, I'm going to go do laundry to clean all of my warm clothes so that I have them. You're say, you're not going to do that. You're just saying that for Gene Grody's own good. You're just, you're <laughs> She'd just appreciate to, it. You, yeah. She'd appreciate it. Yeah. yeah right. She'll yeah, send me another coat. Cleaning his clothes and they're warm, Gene. Hey. I say anything about you know not being warm, an LL Bean coat pops up downstairs in my <laughs> lobby. Jesus, mom, enough. Okay. Nice, <laughs> nice. All right, she's thanks. the best. She is the best. Thanks. So are you, she Steve. Is. Have a great no, day. You, Bye. You. No, you no, Mark. no, 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 no. I'm gonna hang up. Bye. 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 Mom, you hang up. Don't. Hang oh, up. hi, Mark. Don't hang up. Oh, hi, Mark. Okay. Uh, top of the hour. We'll talk some bulls much as we hate to do that with Mark Schnowski. We love Mark Schnowski. We love talking bulls with him. But these bulls, this was everything that, all the important stuff happened before the game. Um, but before that, there's a WB note we have to talk about. WB note was, I found it quite interesting. Maybe you will too. We can bake club members. This is Saturday Suckage. Hey, Gilmore, you suck, you jackass. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. It's Saturday Suckage on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Up the magic dragon. Welcome in. Saturday Suckage, I'm Steve Rosenblum. A note for the Wake and Bake Club. This popped up this week. The government of India's Ministry of Information and Broadcasting, the cell of the FM people, sent out this advisory. Whereas it has come to the notice of the Ministry of Information and Broadcasting that some FM radio channels, FM radio channels are playing songs, broadcast content, which glorify alcohol slash drugs slash weaponry slash, slash gangster slash gun culture Etc. All those slashes, and they still need to add an etc. And it is the the after this long advisory, whereas the Honorable High Court of Punjab and Haryana has taken judicial note that such content affect the children of impressionable age. In addition, it gives rise to a culture of gangsters, as if to say the music prompts the gangsters. The gangsters aren't, aren't already there, and the music is written about them. Aha, uh-huh. which came first, the doobie or the chicken or the doobie? Small weed every day. Now, therefore, the Ministry of Information and Broadcasting and exercise of powers flowing from the governments <clears throat> hereby advises all FM radio channels to strictly adhere to the terms and conditions prescribed therein and not to air any content in violation thereof. Any violation shall entail such penal action as deemed fit in accordance with the terms and conditions laid down in this advisory. There would be no WB Club. The Ministry of Information and Broadcasting doesn't want anything from Puff the Magic Dragon to Snoop Dogg, Nate Dogg, none of that. Wow, Smoke weed every day. I wonder if we have, do we have any Wake and Bake Club members listening on the stream in India? Would they be able to text us? 312-644-6767. 
The Tech Zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at RosenHyundai.com. Are you allowed to listen online when we have the we- meetings of the Wake and Bay Club? Speaking of which, you, you don't have to. T- you, if you text in, if you're from India, that'd be great. Don't fake that you're from India. But I have great pain in my neck and my and numbness in my arm. I'm sure they're connected. I was given gabapentin and it didn't work. It made me groggy. It didn't solve anything. So now I'm on. I'm looking. I should have Toby on to find out what the best gummy is to to alleviate the pain and get some sleep. But WB Club, I know you guys are givers, not takers. You'll help me. 312-644-6767. You can let me know what kind of what kind of gummies I need to alleviate the pain, alleviate and and um, and help me sleep better. That's what Saturday Suckage is all about, as we're pleasers, not teasers. Despite that, we're going to talk bears. We're going to talk with Mark Schanowski, anchor, reporter, ABC Channel 7, a bears guru, a bears savant, a bulls guru, bulls savant, and what they did last night. Actually, what they did last night was more interesting before the game. There was a report of a team having trade discussions internally about significant Bulls players, and then the coach made changes in the starting lineup, and you had a new starting lineup and an old result. We will talk to Mark Schanowski about that after this. This is Saturday Suckage. This guy sucks. (laughs) I'm Steve Rosenblum, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.